Welcome back to the Creatress Podcast. My name is Katie Williams and I am a feminine embodiment and lifestyle teacher. I activate women through feminine energetics to ignite the power and divinity of their womanhood and to feel sexy, lush, and divine. This podcast is designed to alchemize the divine feminine in every single woman, from relationships to health to life purpose and everything in between. It is your time to activate and awaken the creatress within you. I'm so grateful to have you here and let's get started. beautiful creatresses and welcome back to the creatress podcast so today i wanted to go into something that i feel like a lot of us women can relate to from what we what we've seen in the media growing up and how that is affecting our society today so before we go into that the quantum creatress masterclass is being held on wednesday October 5th, 2022 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you feel called to learn how to bridge the gap between calling in your manifestations and actually receiving them, as well as learning how to regulate your nervous system and remain in your feminine throughout the whole process, be sure to DM me to sign up. So let's get into it. Today, I wanted to talk about can a man be a good man and a good lover. So let me provide a little bit of backstory as to why I felt inspired to do this episode. So I was watching a series called Sex Life on Netflix. And basically it's about a woman who is married to a really good guy and she has two kids. Then she starts to fantasize about her ex and that ex comes back into her life and this ex was the type of person to be very um like flighty and inconsistent but she remembers all of the heat and chemistry that happened in their relationship and she starts to fantasize about it and then he comes back into her life and it's this whole thing but we see this really clear distinction between him being like the bad boy, but also a good lover, and her husband, who she feels she is lacking some of that sexual fire with, but is such a good man and good provider to her and to her children. So in the show, her husband ends up finding out, and we see a really interesting response from him. So even though he is devastated and angry, There are actually a few scenes where he is pleasuring himself as he is reading what she's written down. So basically when she's fantasizing, she's like writing it down in a Google Doc. And so like he would open up the laptop and it would just be right there. And he would be both angry and like turned on at the same time. And in the show, we see this shift occur where the ex brad becomes like the good guy in this situation and the husband cooper 
becomes the bad boy um, because with Brad, his personality ends up developing to where he has healed his past traumas and insecurities and all of Cooper's is coming to the surface. And actually, in my opinion, Cooper is more, um, how do I want to word it? It's like more sexually kinky, I guess I would say, than Brad. Um, because Brad was just like your typical, like, playboy getting women but we see cooper being really open to like these kinkier ideas and you would have to watch the show um to understand what i'm saying with that but we see that cooper has had a lot of sexual repression and i think that in the two dynamics of like the bad boy and the quote-unquote good guy it's like two ends of the same spectrum but things have gone the opposite way. So for a bad boy, his energy is very like scattered and he's trying to fill a void where with the quote unquote good guy, there's a lot of repression. So it's the opposite. And where we find a healthy um, dynamic is right in the middle. And I think that a lot of women really crave that trust and stability, but we also want that fire and that excitement. And I think it's easy for us to question, like, can we have both? But I think that's where the paradigm needs to start shifting because we've created this either or scenario where it's like, okay, I can have either the bad guy but he's like a really good lover and satisfies me sexually or I can have the quote-unquote good guy that's going to be there and provide for me and support me so I think that we really can have both and I've experienced it in my own relationship especially you know over the course of the past five years and us as individuals healing any traumas that we've had that have affected our relationship. And so, um, you know, this opinion does come from personal experience as well, where it's like, yeah, it is possible to have both. It's just a matter of believing that we can and also setting up our society to where that can be possible, where when traumas come up, it's not, you know, either taking it and scattering it everywhere or putting it in like a box and repressing it. But it's like, okay, we have the awareness that it's here. How can we make peace with it? How can we heal it if we need to heal it? How can we um, integrate this in our life in a healthy way? You guys get what I'm saying. And in the show, it's just like a constant it's a constant battle and the ending of the show was so weird. I'm like waiting for season two because I'm so confused. Um, but we see that reversal where the bad guy becomes the good guy and the good guy becomes the bad guy. And so it was just a very interesting dynamic to watch and to look at. And also I wanted to point out that a lot of times in relationships, um, after a period of time, women can sometimes think to themselves, like, where did the spark go? 
and men can feel the same way but i want to stick with um the women's side for now and it's because at the beginning of a relationship we really don't know what's to come and that excites us excites look i can't talk today it is exciting to us there we go and then once we get into that relationship and it's very stable and maybe we have a routine you guys know like that feeling where it's like something isn't here i just can't put my finger on it and it doesn't mean that the relationship is like dead right it doesn't mean that the spark can't ever come back into your relationship it's just a matter of finding a healthy balance and i also think that as a relationship goes on over time we start to see the expression of the other person so if that person has come into the archetype of like the bad boy you'll see that over time or if they've come into the archetype of the good guy then you'll see that moving forward too and a big mistake that was made between the characters in the show was that like you can tell the husband cooper was really really repressed but they never freaking talked about it i'm like i have mixed feelings about the show because it's given me so many things to think about but like the plot itself is so cliche and yeah i just <laughs> i have so many mixed feelings because i'm like okay i gotta keep watching because it's making me come up with like all these podcast ideas but then on the other hand i'm like this could have been written a thousand times better but at the same time i do think that the producers were trying to play on this dynamic that we as women experience with choosing between both and that's actually a main theme in the show where the wife she's wondering is it possible to have both can i have both can i have it all and again i believe that this is a hundred percent possible now where to start in this is one looking at how you were raised and how the parental or familial dynamic was as a child because that plays a lot into our relationships as adults and then healing anything you need to heal around that and then moving into okay what was sexuality like for me growing up what is a turn on to me what's a turn off to me and i think it's crazy how many couples actually feel uncomfortable talking about sex with one another um i was watching a show which show was it it was how to build a sex room on netflix and so basically this interior designer she comes in and the couple is like we want to make a space just for us but then throughout the show they also go to like different events or like sex shops to figure out what does he like what does she like and you can see in the couple's faces they're like sometimes they're like oh i'm super comfortable with this other times they're like i know nothing about this i'm so uncomfortable so making sure that you are creating safety in your relationship as well because creating that safety will provide 
the stability and the trust that you were looking for. But then also in that safety also um, makes the space to be fully expressed in your sexuality. And a lot of men actually feel like they're walking on eggshells when it comes to sexuality. It's not just women. Um, women are shamed and men are shamed too, just in a very different way. And I actually want to save that for a different podcast episode because we could really go into that. But as a woman, it's so important to allow your man to have the space to really express that side of himself without feeling like he is going to somehow hurt you or do something wrong. A lot of men have that fear now, especially after the Me Too movement. Um, It really has prevented men from stepping up and being who they want to be as a man with their woman and with their partner. So creating that safety is so important. Having that no judgment zone And I have a couple of podcast episodes on how to communicate with men, how to um, communicate in relationships. So if you guys want to check that out, be sure to um, just go down the page a little bit and they will be there. And that will really help to enhance the spark in your relationship as well. I think when it comes to having a spark, There are a lot of cases where we mistake that for a trauma bond, like our nervous system just starts to react, but we don't always know consciously that it's reacting in a good way or a bad way. So a lot of times when people find someone and they're like, oh, there's this really big spark, sometimes it's actually because the body is trying to tell you that it's noticing something that you have trauma with and it's like all right you gotta you gotta run you gotta get out of here but then i think there's a type of spark where it's more of like a it's like a growing flame right and sometimes in that growing flame there's like little sparks but they're consistent right it's not just like a spark and then it burns out so When I'm talking about a spark, bringing back the spark in a relationship, I'm talking about the openness of getting to know each other and the growth in that and the beauty within the growth. So when I'm talking about a spark, I don't want you guys to perceive that as meeting someone and it's like really hot and heavy and then it dies out because that's not what we want. We want it to be equally open and consistent as the relationship grows. Now, relationships do have seasons too, where sometimes maybe you're having a little more sex, or maybe you're um, a little less sexually active, but we want there to be a consistent intimacy. And intimacy is... um, it's laid on to trust, it's laid on to safety. And it's not always being sexually active, but it can involve having these really deep conversations with your partner and creating that safety. So with all that being said, a good man can also be a good lover. Yes, you can find a man 
who does both and provides you with that stability and also that like fiery heat and start noticing where else in life you can find that too. Like for example, when I think about, let's just say dance. I love to dance. If you guys are new here, I was actually pursuing professional dance before I came into this line of work. And I dance consistently now still because it's just such a huge part of my life. And so in dance, it can be consistent for me, but also be really fiery. So if you're like, okay, I don't know if I can get behind this yet with believing that I can have a good man who is also a good lover, start looking at other things first, because your brain is trying to prove itself right. So if you start noticing other things where you can have a balance then you can move that over to relationships. So I hope that this podcast resonated with you. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Actually, I think I mentioned that in the um, in the outro music. I was like saying it and then I thought to myself, wait a minute, that's in the outro. Now we have outro music. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for clicking play today and for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the episode or if you're a big fan of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to keep up with me on Instagram at Katie the Creatress, and I will see you guys in the next episode.